Hey, listener, Zach Harper here. Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. Also, fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. Here's how it works. The Pick'em Game. Pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in this week's game for a chance to win big. How big, you ask? I'm so glad you asked that question, listener. You can win up to 100 times your money in a single night. Pick between two and five players. Build a pick'em entry. You can also do rivals picks. You can put like Tyrese Halliburton and Jalen Brunson against each other. And whoever has more points, more assists, more rebounds, whatever you want to do, that is your rival's pick. I would maybe go with Jalen Brunson in these playoffs. By the way, in the regular season, Jalen Brunson, scoring tear, going higher on his point totals all the time. Joel Embiid, whenever he did actually play, higher on his scoring totals all the time. Victor Wembanyama for the next 15, 20 years, here's a pro tip for you. Take higher on the blocks. That's right. So you're probably wondering, how do you sign up? Oh my God, listener, you are full of good questions today. Sign up with the promo code DING, that's D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. $250, man, that's a lot. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store. And don't forget to register with our code DING, D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick and first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. Must be 18 or older, 21 or older in Massachusetts, Arizona, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, and present in a state where underdog fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. Arizona, 1-800-NEXT-STEP. That's 1-800-639-8783. Or text next step to 53342. New York, call the 24-7 Hope Line at 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the latest edition of the Woke Bros. Of course, I'm your co-host, Big Waz, and he's back from his latest, you know, excursion internationally on the west side of Los Angeles. Nando Vila, what's up, brother? Dude, I went to the U.S. Virgin Islands, where Tim mm. Duncan is from. Uh, yes. And, uh, so was Raja Bell by, of the Phoenix Suns. Yeah, Raja Bell, there you go. Um, mm-hmm. I, uh, I sailed past... Uh, a little island called Little St. James Island. That's Epstein's Island. Uh, you know, oh, Jeffrey Epstein's wow. Island. It's right there, dude. I was like, so I, was, oh I was on the ferry from an island called St. Thomas to an island called St. John. Course, and the guy kind of sitting next to me in the ferry, he just goes like, yo, that's Epstein's Island. And I was like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, you was you was deep in it, huh? That's that's good, yeah. man. You looking good, looking tanned. We're happy that you're back, man. Um, on today's show, we want to talk about Joe Biden announcing that he's doing it again. Um, I'm not fucking leaving. Uh like, <laughs> like Jordan Belfort in uh Wolf of Wall Street. He's running again. Kamala will be his running mate. Again, I think a lot of people, even some party insiders, is like, hey man, Joe, give somebody else a run. But who the hell is he supposed to be passing this thing to? 
I mean, seriously, like who who is he supposed to be like, you know what? If you run against Trump, we're in great hands and this is going to look great. Kamala is whatever. We'll get into why he needed to do that. But first, man, some some huge happenings in the world of media and corporate news. Tucker Carlson was fired on Friday um, by Fox News. On Monday. On Monday, excuse me. Last week, Friday was his last show. Don Lemon was also fired by <laughs> CNN. Uh, but we'll get into the Don Lemon of it all. But Jerv, man, cue that Tucker Carlson video where he emerges on Twitter to speak directly to his audience. Good evening. It's Tucker Carlson. One of the first things you realize when you step outside the noise for a few days is how many genuinely nice people there are in this country, kind and decent people, people who really care about what's true. And a bunch of hilarious people also, a lot of those. It's got to be the majority of the population, even now. So that's heartening. The other thing you notice when you take a little time off is how unbelievably stupid most of the debates you see on television are. They're completely irrelevant. They mean nothing. In five years, we won't even remember that we have them. Trust me, as someone who's participated. And yet at the same time, and this is the amazing thing, the undeniably big topics, the ones that will define our future, get virtually no discussion at all. War, civil liberties, emerging science, demographic change, corporate power, natural resources. When was the last time you heard a legitimate debate about any of those issues? It's been a long time. Debates like that are not permitted in American media. Both political parties and their donors have reached consensus on what benefits them, and they actively collude to shut down any conversation about it. Suddenly, the United States looks very much like a one-party state. That's a depressing realization, but it's not permanent. Our current orthodoxies won't last. They're brain dead. Nobody actually believes them. Hardly anyone's life is improved by them. This moment is too inherently ridiculous to continue, and so it won't. The people in charge know this. That's why they're hysterical and aggressive. They're afraid. They've given up persuasion. They're resorting to force. But it won't work. When honest people say what's true, calmly and without embarrassment, they become powerful. At the same time, the liars who've been trying to silence them shrink, and they become weaker. That's the iron law of the universe. True things prevail. Where can you still find Americans saying true things? There aren't many places left, but there are some, and that's enough. As long as you can hear the words, there is hope. See you soon. <laughs> I, mean, I just thought that that clip was very instructive on Tucker's appeal, why he's different, why he's so much bigger than your standard issue Fox News host like why he's been so much more popular than, than all these people, like than Hannity, even more popular than O'Reilly. Like Tucker does something that's really, really clever for a right-wing person or critic of, in the media to, to do, which is that he, and I have this on good authority, that he reads left-wing critiques of liberals <laughs> and of the, the list, system yeah. more broadly. Um, but then transmogrifies them through like the right wing lens. Right. And if you notice in that clip, he talks about, you know, political corruption and things like that. And, um, you know, things like, uh, you know, on his show, he, 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 you know, he did defend, you know, Julian Assange and he did 
um, you know, uh, cr criticize like Ukraine policy, like things that like the left kind of talks about, but then he he kind of filters them through his right wing sensibility, and it really is a huge differentiator for him because the because the criticisms are correct. You know yeah. what I mean? Like he identifies often a, a weakness in the arguments of the kind of liberal hegemony. You know what I mean? And then he just pokes holes in them and people are like, yeah, that's fucking bullshit, you know? Um, and it's why, like, whenever you see liberals fucking uh, light their hair on fire over over Tucker, like, their their criticisms of him are often kind of met with... They're, they're not met with, like... They're not received well by people who might be open to Tucker-like arguments. You know what I mean? It's what made him more dangerous because he's just smarter than fucking Hannity. Like Hannity's like a, a dumbass, you know? Yeah, he's um, way more savvier than Hannity. <laughs> totally, totally. Hannity um, is 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 Ron Burgundy, basically. Yeah, one hundred percent. He just reads the teleprompter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's got nothing. But yeah, I mean that was that was always a source of Tucker's power, and and it remains. And obviously, like anyone, like and there are some people like nominally on the left, or 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 who maybe even are on the left who who kind of like defend Tucker or are, you know, like, well, he's the only one challenging U.S. militarism or whatever. I mean, like, to believe, like, to believe that any of that is from Tucker is sincere. Like, I, I feel like Tucker is an absolute total cynic who's just clever. Yeah. You know? He doesn't believe anything, dude. That guy, like... He's one of the rare been... right-wingers where we know. You know, because a lot of times people on the left would be like, oh, this guy's insincere or is this intellectually honest, which I don't really I think we kind of pay too much attention to that. But like Tucker's one of those people where it's like, no, we know he's lying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's fronting. Yeah. Um, Jerv, can you play the, the clip of, of Nick Mullen's impression of Tucker? And now that we have the, like the, the, that Tucker clip fresh in, in your ears, just listen to Nick Mullen's impression of him because it's fucking amazing. This isn't a joke. There's naked pictures of me all over the internet. Like what you see? I hope you do, because there's plenty more where that came from. What is going on? Who's jacking off to this? Not me. Maybe it's you. Maybe it's your family. This is a joke. There's naked pictures of me all over the internet. That's it. That's it. That's the loop. He nailed the, the cadence like, yeah, like just that. perfectly. What's just going on? It. You know, like, is it you? Maybe it's your family. You know? <laughs> like, he's got like that weird, you know, asking a question that answering. I'm just asking. It. I'm just asking questions here. Yeah, and you know, people are wondering why he got fired. I think that lawsuit after you just had to fork over 900 million um, or 800 million, whatever, whatever the ridiculous number it ended up being. Um, a number, by the way, that's just not going to tank operations. <laughs> that isn't going to well, continue business as usual. Okay, people, I mean, I, I, you know, Waz, you're famous for your succession uh, pre-cap uh, pods on The Ringer. Uh, I'm famous for the succession recap pods uh, at one point uh, on the bomb feed. Uh, do, it's, it's worth remembering that succession is based on, like well, Logan Roy is, is yeah. based on Rupert Murdoch. Okay, yeah. now imagine... What Logan Roy would do to a fucking host, no matter how popular that person, that host may be, who fucking, you know, like calls the man, his management team a fucking cunt, you know, who, uh, you know, like who's just fucking all day, you know what I mean? Like, just like, 
lambasting them all day on text. You know, like he's gonna yeah. fucking fire him. I mean, like yeah. that's what it is. You know, like Rupert Murdoch is not some just faceless corporate ghoul. He's Rupert Murdoch. Like he's he's Logan and Roy. Like Logan Fox Roy wouldn't News tolerate is, is that something shit. That he spends a lot of time thinking about and paying attention. Totally. To. And it's his baby. You oh. know. It's his baby. It's like, you know, it's his. Like, anyone who thinks they're bigger than him at Fox, like, I'm sorry, you're out. People are like, oh, my God, the Tucker, he's like the most popular host or whatever. It's like, yeah, that's all well, true. make but- another popular host, guys. Like, they can yeah. find another guy. Maybe he won't be as good. Uh, he'll be probably more guileless than than Tucker is. But, like, I'm sorry. They, they, they'll find another freaking suit to put up there. And tell these octogenarians um, what they need to hear. That's they, they, these dick pills got ain't gonna sell themselves now. Come on now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and and those cable feed. The thing about the cable news business too is that it's a relatively stable business, and that you, you, the the amount of profit you can make is, um, I mean, over time it, it's affected. But if if you have like a dip, in, a temporary dip in the ratings. The vast majority of the revenue comes from cable contracts and, and subscriber fees, which are stable for years because they sign those contracts multi-year, you know? Um, so Fox is not going to take a huge revenue dip just because, like, whatever fucking dumbass right-winger they put in that slot, who's probably not going to be as smart a Tucker, as Tucker and probably isn't going to be as popular as Tucker um, because of what, what also, I just said. Don't, also, don't get me sued right after I got sued by Dominion. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I, I'm getting sued again now. And like I can, I can directly trace the line of custody to you and be like, you're responsible for another suit. Like these guys, as as much money as you might be earning me, Tucker. Like if you're, if I gotta pay out more money, more millions, who knows how much this woman is gonna be able to get out of them for this? Like that's yeah. not cool either. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. I mean so yeah, he's think, out of there. What do you think is gonna? What do you think he's gonna do now? Because when Glenn Beck was fired, he started his own thing. It was relatively successful, but he basically disappeared as a as an influential, as an actual influential member of the conservative movement or whatever. Like I'm sure he makes a decent chunk of change, but it's not. You know, he, when he left Fox, he disappeared. When Bill O'Reilly left Fox, he disappeared. Tucker, I think, again, like is savvier and smarter than those guys. But there is he he was legitimately an incredibly influential figure uh, on the right and in and in D.C. and in politics and whatever. Um, I think that the cape that the TV news credibility, even if it's Fox, like yeah. the fact that he's on cable news every night on TV, like real TV, not some fucking That's internet thing, say. not some fucking podcast, you know, whatever. Like, you know, people talk about Joe Rogan as like this hugely popular guy. Yes, That's- of course he's hugely popular, but he's not as influential in a way in politics as Tucker. You know, no, even though his audience is bigger. If that makes sense. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I'm like, yo, Rogan is a huge deal. But, like, there's something about, like, being Jimmy Fallon, right? And and being part of NBC Universal's machine that just feels bigger. He's not making as much money as Rogan. He's not – he doesn't have the audience that Rogan does. He doesn't have – Probably to influence, quite frankly, to to, to hawk stuff like Ivermectin or whatever that shit was. Um, But there's something he feels bigger than Rogan. And anybody who's in that space understands that Internet is cool and it's not like it's not profitable. But the vanity aspect, the the sort of quite frankly, the class aspect of it, um, the, the kinds of people you get to rub shoulders with. Um, in polite society is elevated 
um, by you being associated with a network or even Bill Maher doing his HBO thing. I'm sure Tucker would love to have some type of, you know, premium cable type of deal, right, with some type of legacy brand. But I don't see that as being in the cards for him. He's going to have to yeah. go to the fucking internet, which, you know, probably he feel, probably feels like it's below him at this point. You know, you know what I guarantee you was? There is a conversation happening right now, and it's probably not going to... At CNN? At CNN. But it's. Mm. Pro- I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen. But I guarantee you there's people at CNN who are secretly really intrigued by the possibility of getting Tucker. Is Jeff, CNN, is Jeff Sucker still there? No, no. He got me too. He's out. Oh, um, shit. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, he, it was like a light me too. He had like a consensual relationship with... Uh, with a uh, subordinate. Uh, uh, with a subordinate. Uh, he said a light me too. <laughs> a light me too. You know? Um, a like he, wasn't accused by, he wasn't accused by her or anything like that. It was just like right, right, right. the relationship came out and it wasn't disclosed properly or whatever. Yeah, it wasn't Harvey Weinstein like no. literally trying to like no, forcing no. women to do sexual acts on him. No, no, no. The 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 the, 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 the president or whatever the head job at CNN right now is a guy named Chris Licht, um, who comes from like uh, like regular TV broadcast TV, um, and they're but they're owned now by you know they by by by. The, they're part of the Warner Brothers Discovery merger, um, so they're overseen by David Zaslav. And I just promise you, like I just know, I, I like I, I hang out with sometimes with people in power, and I guarantee you, a lot of them like secretly love Tucker, or they like like Tucker. You know what I mean? Like they watch, they don't watch his show, whatever. Yeah, yeah, and, like, yeah. They, they like his style. They like they they yeah. like that he's willing to be a complete psycho um in the public and rile people yeah. up yeah he's yeah. he's he's so well and again he's from... he makes better arguments yes that's it he's better he's just better at yeah. it and like they're not correct i'm not saying that he's just better at arguing it and 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 making it making you be like oh yeah that, that's that is fucked up you know um, replacement and... theory is just like it's not it's it's obvious and the reason why it's like it's got these kernels of truth right like you look up and it's like black president what the fuck you know, like all these black people in Congress, like, what the fuck? Like LeBron James is talking about black lives, man. What the, f-? like you look up and you're like, what the hell is going on? And Tucker Carson's like, they're replacing you. <laughs> it's like, he's, 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 he's channeling in on act like an actual angst that people feel. And he's, you know, making, building, um, arguments they're not credible they're not good one but like you said like at least he's like constructing something that people want to grab onto you know yeah rather than like people getting on msnbc and talking about misinformation is going to kill us yeah no totally. <laughs> well i mean it dovetails like my comment dovetails nicely to the don lemon news because like the those type of people at cnn but the new leadership at cnn post jeff zucker post trump you know what i mean like when when Trump was in power and Jeff Zucker was running CNN, he basically made the strategic decision, which was correct from a business standpoint, to turn CNN to basically like an, a 24-7 anti-Trump uh, channel. Never Trump, was, blah, blah, blah. It was highly lucrative. I think CNN made more money than it ever did during the Trump years. But now that Trump is gone and there's new management and like there's like the echoes of that, you know, like the, the hosts of CNN like almost miss Trump because they've missed having the fucking guy to fight with, uh, fight about mm-hmm. all, all day. You know, the, the guys who are the most anti-Trump, basically Brian Stelter and Don Lemon are, are both out. They, they, both, mm-hmm. they, they both fired him. Um, 
the Don Lemon thing, man, he just seems like the worst fucking guy. You know, like the articles that have come out about him, like he just seems like the worst fucking guy. And but he's but he's a perfect avatar of a certain kind of liberalism that mm-hmm. you know has adopted a sort of maximalist view on race with like kind of a um you know anti left position on basically everything else. You know what I mean? Um, right. um you know, like the, the 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 final argument that got him, you know, fired essentially was this this argument that he had with uh, uh, this like Republican congressman or something, um, in which he was like trying to make the argument that because he was black, the other guy couldn't tell him anything about black people. And someone on Twitter made the point that the, one of the most viral moments that happened on Fox News several years ago. You know, was when that guy Reza Aslan, you know, um, the the Muslim scholar who wrote a book about Christianity. The Fox News hosts were like, "If you're not a Christian, you're a Muslim. Why are you write, why why are you qualified to write a book about Christianity?" And the guy was like, "I have a PhD in Christian studies." And the and like he like and like that was seen as like a huge victory for that guy, right? But th- th- if you think about it, Don Lemon is making the same argument that that stupid right wing host on Fox News was saying, like, "Always if you're not always X, making that argument." Yeah. That you can't speak about anything like I always joke that I'm the only one person I'm the only person qualified to talk about Hilaria Baldwin because I'm an actual Spaniard American and everyone else <laughs> everyone else can shut the fuck up about her you know but it's a ridiculous argument to make but it's kind of like mm-hmm. that's like the joke you know and um, and it's perfect for somebody in Don Lemon's position where it's like I I get to be some sort of quote unquote black authority and it's not like the powers that be approximate to many black people that they would feel are qualified anyway so it's like it's very self-serving um for somebody like him to have you know like you like you described it as maximalist sort of rhetoric concerning race where this guy like pretends to be some kind of race warrior and it's just like come on like with with what credibility could somebody tell me that Don Lemon speaks for the people in East New York and Brownsville mm. or fucking Watts and Mississippi? Like that makes that argument just lands completely flat on its face. I'm not saying he's any less black than them, although mm. <laughs> <laughs> you're not, not saying it. <laughs> I'm not not saying it. I'm just saying, like, it's laughable to presume that this guy could speak for those folks in any way. And again, like, it's not like he knows anything about any blackness that is divorced from black bourgeois existence. Like, he doesn't. Yeah. You know, he doesn't want somebody. He wants he he wants great service at a restaurant. <laughs> you know, he he wants his bosses to have you know uh, a few black faces in the management structure or whatever. Like, he's not speaking to anything that that actually directly affects a bunch of black people. Like, it, it'd be laughable to think that he would, right? And and so him getting his comeuppance over there while being a terror, and then of course you know. Um, he is, he's not in the closet, is he? Nando, you there? Yeah, sorry, my internet crapped out, now it's back. All good. Is Don Lemon in the closet? No, I think he's out. Okay, yeah, think, so that's what I'm I saying, think. like, he, he checks both of those boxes as a black guy and a gay guy, you know, yeah. which again, yeah. when you're in elite spaces, it's very easy to weaponize those things. So to as to tokenize yourself, like yeah. it's very lucrative. It's very beneficial to the people in those positions while, you know, just straight up not actually speaking to anything that directly 
um, affects people who aren't you, who happen to be in that demographic category. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, like I, I don't want, and I don't want anyone in listening to this to think like, oh, Nando thinks Tucker is better than Don Lemon or anything like that. I mean, he's better but at the in, job. Well, he's <laughs> definitely better at the job, but um, they're both like they're both my enemies. I don't know how to explain it. Like they're both like they're both my enemies. And, and, and yeah, but in the wider world, people will tend to think that Don Lemon is more proximate to you. When to me, Don Lemon is is definitely more right wing than he is leftist. Like that, that is so obviously a fact. He's more Tucker Carlson than he is a man of the people. Everybody totally. has to know that. I don't think that's even inflammatory. Like this guy's interests, as far as his class interests, one hundred percent more closely aligned to a Tucker Carlson than to us or anybody listening to this podcast. I don't think we're casting aspersions on the guy <laughs> by saying two TV guys making millions of bucks have more in common um, with each other than they do the average person, school teacher, say, anywhere on planet yeah. Earth. Yeah. That's not a stretch by any means. But I do want to get to Brandon, Brandon Joe Biden. He's running again, Nando. Shocker. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. Him and Kamala. 2024 they're gonna shock the world they're gonna they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna save america i don't know what, what are they gonna do kamala's gonna give more drunk speeches dude that kamala clip can we <laughs> i'll send it because we need to play it come on yes it's so please. good Jeremy, let me find if, it. if, if let you me find are it. there please play this clip let me find this um i'll put it in the chat one second i got it um it is spectacular Hello, listener. Guess who's back? It's me, Anthony Mays, your favorite butcher turned podcast producer. And I'm here to talk to you about ButcherBox. ButcherBox is the most convenient way to get high quality meat and seafood that you can trust delivered straight to your doorstep, free shipping, vacuum sealed packaging. It's ready to go right then. It's ready to pop in the freezer. You get exclusive member deals and a variety of high quality cuts at an amazing value. Going to the grocery store can be a huge pain. You're usually in a rush at an inconvenient time. You're waiting in line at the meat counter. You're taking a number. Maybe this place doesn't have a number. You're jostling with fellow customers. You're trying to get that ribeye that you want or that nice piece of salmon. Maybe the butcher that you're dealing with has a bad attitude or something. I don't know. That was never me. I promise. But maybe it happens. Butcher Box takes all of that out of the picture. You are always prepared with meat and seafood in the freezer, and you're not going to find quality for this price anywhere else other than ButcherBox. So sign up at butcherbox.com slash dings, D-I-N-G-S, and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com dings and use code dings, D-I-N-G-S, to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. Um, like why wouldn't, you know, like, okay, like, let me, let me, let me be perfectly clear. Like Brandon's not going to replace Kamala on the ticket. Like that's just not going to happen because it's going to be <laughs> too disruptive. And it'll be like an admission that, that it was a, the wrong choice and blah, blah, blah. Um, but I can see why they're probably tempted to, I mean, she's, 
Maybe the worst public speaker I've ever seen in like mainstream American politics. Like, let's hold on, Mando. Let's let's watch the clip, please. (laughs) So, I think it's very important, as you have heard from so many incredible leaders, for us at every moment in time, and certainly this one, to see the moment in time in which we exist and are present. and to be able to contextualize it, to understand where we exist in the history and in the moment as it relates not only to the past, but the future. So, <laughs> I think it's- That's it, Jerm. That's yeah. it, Jerm. Just I, I tweeted out, speaking. I tweeted out that if you, if you threw in like a couple like swear, word, swear words into that, she sounds like she sounds like the way Kendall speaks in succession. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, so, so what are we doing? We're just talking about the present moment with the, well, I mean, we just got to take in all the things in the past and, and in the future to see where we are, like, right now, you know? Uh, like, fucking, you know what I mean? Like, so she, she, she has, like, that. Suit, bro. Just dude. the emptiest person in American politics. And how I know, man, listen, how I know that she stunk up the joint is that these fools have been leaking in the media to Politico and Axios, which are basically like, they're the mouthpieces of the worker bees within the government. That's yeah. that's what Politico and Axios does. You yeah. know, this sort of insidery um, information trading type of situation. They've been throwing her under the bus for two years, bro. Like two years and like they hand selected her to be like, you know what, man, she's a black woman. She's got all these credentials. Like she's pretty attractive person. Like this feels like something we could run with this. Like, you know, not Barry, obviously not a Barry, but some bastardized version of a nice black polished democratic politician. And my God, if they had buyer's remorse on her and all she's done is just like, how do you fuck up that job? You don't have a job. And so she's clearly yeah. probably a disaster behind the scenes because, yo, this never happened to Biden Yeah. while he was um, Barry's uh, vice president. If anything, man, Biden went from some Democrat that everybody understood was like centrist as hell, like super aligned with the bank, nothing progressive, exciting, or fun about him. His popularity exploded under Barry's leadership, bro. Like he became like this cool uncle, dad, whatever yeah. figure as the vice president. Kamala has nosedived. Her reputation is just taking a hit. All of these memes on the internet was like, is this woman always drinking oh. wine? <laughs> no, Biden legitimately would have won in 2016. Had Obama yeah. not honored his deal with the Clintons because he's a fucking bitch. Um, <laughs> Like Biden wanted to run and Barry told him not to because he promised to clear the path for Hillary so that the Clinton machine wouldn't go after Barry during his presidency. That's straight up. Like, that's what mm-hmm. happened. Um, but Biden would have won in 2016. Biden would have beaten Trump in 2016. I have no doubt in my mind. Yeah, Biden 100%. is a much savvier politician. Like, people are looking at Biden's approval rating right now and seeing, like, holy shit, like, you know, it's pretty terrible. And that's true. It's 100% like true for a million reasons. But when the when the when the fight starts, I mean, assuming he hasn't like collapsed uh, yes. from you know uh, from eating too much pudding or something, um, 
he's a savvier like he's been in political fights before and he's won them like he just he's done this for fucking 50 years literally like he's literally been elected he elected he was elected to senate for the first time when he was like 29 50 years ago um he's old as fuck he's been around and like he hasn't done anything else other than be a politician other than be a senator who just wins races all the time um and he beat trump uh in 2020 which is a very difficult thing to do to beat an incumbent and he fucking beat him and so you know when it when it is biden versus trump again because i'm 90 percent sure that that's what's going to happen i mean we're seeing ron DeSantis just kind of disinflate in front of our our very eyes and it's fucking hilarious to see and and very um delightful and and and, <laughs> and you know great um and like no other like what other republicans gonna beat fucking trump like assuming trump really follows through and runs like who's gonna beat him come on get out of here get the fuck out of here so it's gonna be Haley, bro yeah right um, <laughs> get the fuck out of here um, like biden's gonna beat him again biden's gonna yeah. beat him because like Trump's fundamentals are also are just are way worse than Biden's, yeah. and the GOP's fundamentals have taken a huge hit since they since they fucking abolished Roe v. Wade. You know, yeah, they 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 were smelling themselves because people were legitimately like, "Yo, GOP has a point. Kids need to go back to school. We're tired of the COVID lockdowns." Blah 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 blah. A lot of people were like, "Yo, I'm feeling what these guys are talking about." Then, of course, as the GOP will, especially in today's climate they just take everything way too freaking far and um yeah they scare the hell out of people and so yeah i can see biden beating his ass again and all of this like election fraud that shit ain't working and you know to to tucker's point man to tie this shit all in 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 one bowl the main reason why that shit won't work is because somebody like mitch mcconnell don't care he don't got a problem with joe biden for real bruh like, they're on the same team, realistically. Yo, it's so crazy, man. McConnell went back to Kentucky and took credit <laughs> for the um, Build Back America stuff that was coming to Kentucky, and he tried to sabotage it at every turn. Like, that's, all you, need to, that's all you need to know about these fools. Like, he took credit for it. He's like, yeah, y'all getting all of that stuff thanks to me. <laughs> He's putting his name behind it after it's already been passed and he sabotaged it. Like, that's how you know he don't care for real. Like, the powers that be don't really, in the Republican Party anyway, they don't see Biden as some major problem for them. It's not. He's not going to do anything to fundamentally change the gravy train in the system, man. And so, yeah. like, yeah. So, like, yeah, run Trump, whatever, fam. <laughs> Oh man, it starts. It starts relatively soon. Yeah, I mean, Jesus, like, we're what two months from June. That'll be less than eighteen months uh, till they start bludgeoning us yeah. with this election stuff, wall to wall crap. Um, so yeah, nobody's looking forward to that. But yeah, man, uh, Uncle Joe is back in the saddle, Brandon, baby. By the time he finishes his second term, he'll be 86 years old. <laughs> but look, I mean, we talked about what's going on with fucking Feinstein. Like, it's just crazy. That's what I was going to say. Are. That's what I was going to say. Like, no, Pelosi's no in her person. 80s. Listen, I don't trust any of these young Democrats to not lose against Trump. Yeah. I'm telling no you, shot. you got to be. Okay, my, I have this like theory about fame. And like, did you see this? There's this poll that came out. 
was that that looked at which actors are the most reliable box office draws and they're all like above 55 you yeah. know it's because you had to have been famous before social media you know what i mean yeah and my theory on politics is kind of the same is like if you're like a product of the internet age that means you're just disconnected from the broad public you're just in your own little weird internet corner which is what's happening with ron DeSantis, by the way you know like he's getting in this fight with disney because fucking 12 weirdos on the internet which he's like kind of you know that's like part of his little milieu are excited about it and he didn't realize like yo everyone's like thinks this is weird and stupid and pointless you know (laughs) why are you attacking disney (laughs) yeah like, I'm sure Ron DeSantis is like really fired up about this stupid Bud Light shit, which I don't even know what it is. I've seen videos of it. Like, I, I still don't know what it like is. People like AR-15, you know, taking AR-15. I, I ignored that on purpose. Light. I was like, the yeah. idea that, that, that anybody would think Bud Light is woke is just, that's not that's not something I could even bother to entertain or engage yeah. with. I, I can't. Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's, you know, that there's a reason why the olds are just, better at it than, than the young. Like, I mean, I think the young just don't, are really gonna struggle to get mass appeal. Um, and it's gonna be weird once all the olds die out, you know? Um, and politics is gonna be super weird in that era. When everyone, like when everyone running is just like internet people, um, it's gonna, I don't, it's gonna be so fucking weird. Run for the hills. All right, well, that's our show for today. Make sure you subscribe to the Count the Dings YouTube. Make sure you're checking out all the other Count the Dings offerings. Go to patreon.com backslash Count the Dings. Uh, we appreciate you guys for the support. We'll see you next week. Peace. Later. An official message from Medicare. A new law is helping me save more money on prescription drug costs. Maybe you can save too. With Medicare's Extra Help program, my premium is zero and my out-of-pocket costs are low. Who should apply? Single people making less than $23,000 a year or married couples who make less than $31,000 a year. Even if you don't think you qualify, it pays to find out. Go to ssa.gov slash extra help. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. An official message from Medicare. A new law is helping me save more money on prescription drug costs. Maybe you can save too. With Medicare's Extra Help program, my premium is zero and my out-of-pocket costs are low. Who should apply? Single people making less than $23,000 a year or married couples who make less than $31,000 a year. Even if you don't think you qualify, it pays to find out. Go to ssa.gov slash extra help. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. An official message from Medicare. A new law is helping me save more money on prescription drug costs. Maybe you can save too. With Medicare's Extra Help program, my premium is zero and my out-of-pocket costs are low. Who should apply? Single people making less than $23,000 a year or married couples who make less than $31,000 a year. Even if you don't think you qualify, it pays to find out. Go to ssa.gov slash extra help. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. An official message from Medicare. A new law is helping me save more money on prescription drug costs. Maybe you can save too. With Medicare's Extra Help program, my premium is zero and my out-of-pocket costs are low. Who should apply? Single people making less than $23,000 a year or married couples who make less than $31,000 a year. Even if you don't think you qualify, it pays to find out. Go to ssa.gov slash extra help. 
paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services.